It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld. Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com and all over the airwaves. Thank you for tuning in, checking out our podcast today. Uh, Another great one for you, I guarantee it. Uh, That's because it's my pleasure. It's always great for me to have uh, a fellow naturopathic doctor on my show, and we can dive into some of that as well. But, you know, it's really my honor. Today we have uh, Dr. Douglas Duffy McKay, coming in to share some insight as he's the Senior Vice President, Scientific and Regulatory Affairs for CB Sciences, Inc. You know about them there, plus CBD, uh, plus CBD oil, and doing a lot of crazy good things, and I mean that in a positive way, in this crazy CBD world, because there's so many brands, so many different things happening uh, from both a regulatory standpoint, from a, you, you name it. So it's exciting to have you on the show. Great to have you with us, Dr. Duffy McKay. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Um, it's great to talk to someone like you who's so informed. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, I appreciate that. I try to stay informed. And, I, and again, it works both ways when you have um, companies that have been in the space since the beginning, I'll say earliest you know, brands and, and, and companies in the, in the industry and putting in good effort. And I mean that in the sense of uh, research and regulatory compliance and innovation when it comes to product quality. And so these are very good things. And I would just say, how did you get, I know you have a long background like I do in dietary supplements, uh, natural products. You're more on the regulatory side of it and you know scientific detail, which I love. I'm a little front of house, you're back of house. And we've always had that dynamic. Um, but what brought you into the, the CBD world in the first place? Just go from that point. Well, as you mentioned, CV Sciences is really committed to quality and regulatory compliance and advancing the science. And I look at it as much more of a long game. You also mentioned we have a lot of companies in the space that are really fly by night, get rich quick, hire a celebrity, get on the internet, spend a bunch of money to get eyeballs on your product. But they really are not here for the long game. They're not here investing in their ingredient and their product and their people. And so um, a lot of that's possible because FDA really has not set the rules clearly for CBD as a consumer product. And so hemp extracts, gel caps, gummies, like the ones you see behind me, I guess, I guess this way with the (laughs) camera going the other way. But anyway, um, so when I saw the emergence of a responsible CBD market, it was really trying to provide consumers access to well-made products that are made under FDA manufacturing standards, labeled in a way where it's fully transparent, where consumers have access to things like the certificate of analysis that's a, you know, essentially a report from a third-party laboratory that shows the CBD content, you know, the other cannabinoids, as well as the absence of environmental contaminants. These are the types of companies, and there's really only a handful, half a dozen, that have invested in this category in such a way. And you mentioned, you know, there's so many layers to that. There's the, the policy side of this, where, you know, companies work together to pass the Farm Bill in 2018 and make hemp, a legal agricultural commodity, of course, creating jobs for farmers who want to grow hemp 
instead of you know, soybeans or corn. And then the extractors that can build, build businesses here in the US um, and create a sustainable long-term market for consumers to benefit from you know, these cannabinoid products. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I like where we're starting, which is basically CBD, the, the raw material, the ingredients, the, the manufacturing side of this industry. And I've been working through formulation and doing a bunch of, you know, updated research into manufacturing and supply you know, ingredients and so forth. And yeah, when, when, when CB science began, there was probably... I know there was less than a handful, give or take, of companies that were introducing hemp extract into the marketplace. And this is going back eight or so years ago, eight or nine years ago, roughly, and when I was getting involved in this space. And you know, I've left companies, as you know, that weren't doing the right thing as far as regulatory, or I would not take them on as clients if they weren't understanding the, the, the larger long-term framework and necessities as it goes forward as a dietary supplement, as a food ingredient, or just mm -hmm. as a substance that we want to consider a healthier addition to our lifestyles. So it's really important. Well, and one, one of the things you didn't mention is the real absence of looking at this through what are the consumer needs and what really is the consumer looking for and benefits, transparency, quality, what are their expectations? And we see companies, you know, presumably responsible companies doing things like, you know, tricky things like, you know, you have a hemp website it doesn't have CBD, so you can bypass all the uh, Google and, and Amazon AdWord things. And then the person orders the product and they're delivered a product that says CBD on the label. I mean, that's a classic bait and switch. You know, um, any consumer lawyer would say that is misleading. Um, but because the environment you mentioned is crazy or the Wild West, companies sure. are getting cagey and doing things that are less than scrupulous. And those of us who are choosing to follow the rules are really help, hoping that things like the current legislation that's in place, HR 841, that would create a legal pathway for these products, would tell FDA that you've got to regulate these products, set upper limits, set labeling requirements, et cetera, et cetera. So the writing is on the wall that this industry will mature. And then that's when people will have to pull up their, you know, adult pants and, and, and really get the right expertise to stick around. And we'll see a lot of attrition. We'll see a lot of disappearing. We've seen a couple people end up in jail already. We've seen yep. companies go out of business. We've seen companies go bankrupt. And we expected that the whole time, you know. Yep. And so, so, you know, buckle up. And, you know, the next five years should be interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone's like, oh, so, you know, I, I, I get into these categories as you have, like in this industry or in the natural products industry where we get so deep dive in and we get so familiar. And then we realize that the outer outside of our circle, outside of our ethos, the world is still just getting introduced to it. I mean, so maybe we've right. been familiar with CBD right. for almost a decade, but most people are just learning about it today. Same thing when I worked right. with probiotics. I worked for probiotics 20 years ago, educating, and I still find people learning about it today, even though I think that everyone knows about it and take it for granted. But, you know, it's interesting that even like this week, we see um, another FDA, I think, approval for a, uh, a GW's like, you know, uh, unique 
yeah, there's a different application, different use, right. a specific right. disease that's so probably rare that the application for that compound is minimal. Whereas they also rebutted FDA, Charlotte's Web, and I think um, Erwin, Erwin yeah. Naturals, mm -hmm. uh, their efforts to create some guidelines around new dietary ingredients. So you really have it challenging there. And so people out listening really understand that this is a it's still a young industry, but we have good people and good organizations and good brands that are trying to create a framework for long-term sustainability and quality. And I think that's obviously something that I have admired with CB Science from the, the early days, uh, bringing in uh, my good friend and yours, Stuart Tomk, uh, and bringing you on board as well. I mean, bringing in some long-standing, really uh, high quality industry veterans to really help guide that ship forward uh, through some rough waters perhaps at different times. So I, I'm, I'm grateful that you're on that, you know, with them. And I know there's a lot of non-brands like APA, uh, American Herbal Products Associations or Cannabis Committee and many other organizations, uh, USM Roundtable, et cetera, that are working to do this. It's just not a, a sole fighters here, but I'm, I'm happy well, to have you kind of and your company yeah. really working for that. So that's the mechanism for which you use those trade associations, U.S. Hemp Roundtable, APA, American Herbal Products Association, the Council for Responsible Nutrition, Consumer Healthcare Products Association. These are all D.C.-based trade associations for which we're members of as a, a company. And that's where we sit around the table and choose to work together on moving the needle. And you mentioned the two recent rejections of the new dietary ingredient notification. So that was two companies trying to do the right thing and provide FDA with the pre-market data to establish the ingredient is safe and start to create that regulatory pathway. And FDA used a policy argument, not a safety argument, but a policy argument to sort of shut the door on it. And really that sends a signal to the industry that the FDA is not gonna play ball and we're gonna have to go to Congress and look for a, a legislative solution to this situation. As you know, it's interesting though, because you know we, as you said, we're a little close to these issues. We've been working on hemp-derived CBD as a dietary supplement. We get all sort of tunnel vision about it. When we go up on the hill to talk about CBD, the first thing that comes up is cannabis as a whole, right? Because right. there's a whole nother world of people that are saying national reform of marijuana is the number one issue and CBD is just a little side issue. And that's that's where we get this Schumer bill, which is you know the big omnibus bill that's looking at reforming, making marijuana legal for recreational use. And a little subset of that is saying, and we can regulate hemp derived CBD as a dietary supplement. So that is just another vehicle. And we're all curious which one gets more momentum. You know, do, is there a better appetite on the Hill to move a marijuana legislation or is there a better appetite to move hemp? On the hemp side, you have the, 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 the you know, farmer with the overalls and the tractor and, you know, a straw hat as one of your constituents in Kentucky, North Carolina, Tennessee. So that's an easy sell, you know, non-intoxicating, let's get people on the farm, back to work, let's make natural hemp products, which I think some of the ne next steps are some um, pilot projects. I know some of my colleagues are trying to get money from Congress to do things like um, sustainable hemp material to mm -hmm. show that you can create a sustainable market here in the US other than CBD. So you could really uh, realize the intent of Congress. Because remember when Congress passed the Farm Bill in 2018, their intent was to put farmers back to work 
growing a sustainable crop that was good for the environment. And then CBD came along and really just kind of took all the oxygen out of the room and distracted everyone. Oh, yeah. There have been people on the Hill, including us, that have said, let's not lose sight of the original intent, which is to allow people to grow hemp. You know, and yep. so... I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I have my own pilot research study. I'm buying a farm in New York and, you know, we're not focused on CBD, but we are focused on hemp and some of its attributes. And I think that we're in New York specifically now that you have MRTA, the, you know, the, the legalization of cannabis and marijuana in the state, they're putting the phytocannabinoid CBD under control of the marijuana board, the cannabis right. board. Right. So every state's going to be different until you have a federal revision uh, of how this plant is perceived and, and regulated. We're going to have a little bit of bouncing around the, you know, the block a little bit for a bit Which longer. From, from an industry and commercial perspective is, is no bueno. No, no good. No bueno at all. No bueno. We, we, it's so difficult to operate under a patchwork of state laws to be regulated in New York as a cannabinoid by a marijuana board, but regulated in Louisiana by the health department. You know, it, it's just, it's untenable to create a business which just hurts the hundred employees here, as well as the consumers base that we're trying to provide excellent products. For sure. And again, that's part of the challenges. We're going to talk about some of the things you guys are doing in, in, in ways to move the needle forward right after this break. This has been a great first segment. Don't go anywhere. We have a quick commercial break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com. We'll be right back. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The, the green, green peak, peak with Richard Zwicky. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. Only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back having a wonderful conversation with, you know, my friend and, and, and industry associate Duffy, which is how I refer to him, Duffy, Dr. Mackay. Thank you for joining us again from CV Sciences and so much more. And we were talking before the break about regulatory hurdles and challenges and, 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 and efforts going forward in the CBD landscape. But one of the things, you know, that I think is always important, I tried to push forward in my clients and companies that I worked from day one is, it's the science. Everyone talks about the science, scientific validation, do research and, the, and, and prove that this, these compounds work in the way you're claiming they do in, in, in a really legitimate way. And it doesn't have to be, um, it's a miracle for all things. Let's find specific needs or you know, audiences or market segments that could benefit from this and then lead that towards much further opportunities. So with that, I'd love to, you, know, you to share a little bit of the exciting research efforts and, and findings that uh, you've been working on with CV Science over recently. Yeah, so our science is pretty expansive. We have different departments on the consumer product side. We made a big investment early on in the preclinical safety science. So we were the first to get all the preclinical toxicology to establish the ingredient is what we call generally recognized as safe or grass. And that's really just a safety standard saying you have a certain amount of evidence that it doesn't have reproductive toxicity, blah, blah, blah. And so that was important. And then we did some early clinical trials, proof of concept stuff, um, just as a consumer product in areas like anxiety and stress. 
we work with um, a, a medical doctor that does a lot of psychiatric care. It uses an integrative approach in Colorado, and he used our CBD products in peace, anxiety, and sleep, published several case studies and case series, which are some of the earliest available evidence. And we're so proud of it because, you know, here he is, Dr. Scott Shannon, who publishes these small case studies and case series which as you know, as a physician, that's how evidence grows, right? It grows in increments. First, there's an idea, a hypothesis, and then the evidence grows and justify a clinical trial. And so in, in some of his, since we got it out in the peer-reviewed literature, of more recently, when people like the Australian regulators, the Therapeutic Goods Administration looked at the science, our studies are referenced in those official government reports. And we're like, you know, hitting high fives, you know, Stuart, how excited he gets. Oh, he's yeah. like, you know, he's like, look what we made happen. We are in the federal, the, the international discussion about CBD, isn't this cool? And so we've always used science as a lever to get people's attention. We also have, um, on the other side, we do what we call investigator initiated, where, where, where clinical researchers with good ideas just come to us and they're looking for product and placebo, and we will provide them both and develop the relationship where, hey, just when you write it up, just say that you use CV Sciences product. We don't have any investment. And what happens is those are drug type studies looking at cancer patients and conchexia and things that we could never market. So on that side of the equation, we're just really contributing to science and the future of science. Flip that over, we also have a drug development division where we are looking at CBD for indications specifically smokeless tobacco addiction. So nicotine addiction for chewers, that's really an unmet medical, medical need. You know, some people go from smoking to chewing because they're trying to get away from the smoking, but then they end up addicted to chewing. And there's not a lot of options there. And so CBD has been shown to have anti-addiction potentials in the areas of cocaine and alcohol. And it also shows some interactions with the nicotine receptor, with the nicotine receptor. So hypothetically, you could say this looks like it's a good treatment for addiction, but we don't have the evidence. And so what we've done now is a proof of concept rat study to show that um, these animals, when addicted to nicotine and experience withdrawals, CBD was an effective treatment. So now that we have that as a proof of concept that in, you know, in, in uh, vitro or uh, excuse me, in vivo studies, you know, in animals, we can show this. Now you can justify actually spending the money on a human trial. You know, yeah. you could put together, you know, and sort of say, look, and then that's how you get down the drug. And because um, nicotine addiction is considered a treatment, you know, that's not a dietary supplement indication. We have to go down the drug route. Right. Um, and, you know, potentially it's, it's, it's a, you know, a smart way to go in long-term investment for us. No, I think it's great. I mean, anything that you can do to validate the effect, efficacy and, and functionality of these compounds is really important. Of course, when you're doing that, you know, it's, it's, there's so much caveats there, whether it be a full spectrum with a full, you know, you know, makeup of minor cannabinoids and terpenoids and other compounds of, you know, in the plant, or are we isolating CBD just to see what that compound does on its own? And of course, as a naturopath, you know, we kind of look at that going, there's pros and cons. I think both of those approaches, uh, I mean, I, I, I like the whole plant aspect of it, but I also understand that before you can really appreciate the whole plant, you have to understand potentially how the individual compounds function and work. And so these are all like really cool, but I love the science. I know from day one, when I started with in the cannabidiol, you know, space, 
space, I was like, can we just do a simple wellness study? You know, everyone was talking about seizures and epilepsy and, you know, and I, and I think it's really important, especially because the kids that were suffering and are suffering, I think that's key. Um, palliative care, you know, cancer treatments and so forth are wonderful. But what about as we sit and we go into the health food store, we go into our natural products industry, our mom and pops, not just the big box, but like and say, what do I need? And we spoke about today with the immune system health and all these different things. Where does, you know, for me, this is more of my hypothesis, where does CBD fit into that space? Like your multivitamin, like your vitamin D, like your fish oil. And, you know, you specifically, as well as Stuart, have a long background in fish oil science and omegas yep, yep. and fatty acids. And I think, you know, it's just well, interesting so it's interesting. It, it, uh, you you nailed it, and I, I hope I can answer your question quickly. But we were thinking along the same lines, Doc Rob, and and when you know, so we actually did conduct a randomized controlled trial on markers of wellness. So we did a whole bunch of just random biomarkers, blood pressure. We did questionnaires about sleep. We did questionnaires about quality of life. We did questionnaires about stress and anxiety, and we got a lot of you know. So this was a. Um, you know, so it was, a, you know, a lot of subjective gathering of information because right. it's people reporting on themselves, but using standardized questionnaires. And we saw things like improved sleeping, improved, you know, sense of well-being, kind of like a Zen-like state, you know, ready to be in the zone, ready to go to Aikido class, like really random, just sort of quality of life, focused, well and healthy. And I think the bottom line is, the science really is about the endocannabinoid system. And here's a system that we really didn't know anything about when you and I went to medical school. It was yeah. not a chapter in our physiology class. And we're not that old. So I want people to understand that it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> right. so we had the cardiovascular system. We had the musculoskeletal system. We had the nervous system. You know, we studied every single system and they had not officially named and identified the endocannabinoid system as its own unique system that helps with homeostasis. We knew about the runner's high, right? But we didn't know it was mediated through the endocannabinoid system. And so just in a very, for the listeners, for a very general, you know, you, when you run and you exercise and you release these endocannabinoids, anandamide, you know, the, the, the molecules named Sanskrit for bliss, it's released all over your body. And for a, a short period of time, you have this feeling of accomplishment, your body is calm, you know how that after the run, you're glowing for, for the athletes, you know. Yeah. Um, and so when your endocannabinoid system is dysfunctional, whether it's you don't have enough of these endocannabinoids, or your receptor density is low. There's a whole lot of re reasons, just like when our adrenal system and our adrenal gland and our hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access is not healthy, we treat it. Naturopaths yeah. treat the hypothalamus. So we treat the endocannabinoid system by providing phytocannabinoids. So CBD is a phytocannabinoid, an exogenous plant based compound that interacts with this system and makes us feel better in a very generalized way. Yep, it's great. I'm actually drinking a, a new uh, product that I'm testing out full of adaptogenic herbs from a now naturopathic form doctors formulated this product called Mojo. And I'm trying it out this morning to see how it makes me feel. And it's just, again, supporting our body in a proactive way, not waiting to be sick and be, de and be reactive and defensive in our health, but be 
preventative and proactive. And that's why I said, when you say that bliss feeling, that overall wellness opportunity here with these compounds, that's what this show is all about. It's better living. It's we work together for a better today than yesterday and hopefully have a better tomorrow than today. And that's all we can really strive well, for. And then, and then I think it's fair to say that there's different lanes for these types of compounds because we yeah. have the, the supplementing moderate amounts of full spectrum extracts to create a better living environment. And I've actually sat down with executives from GW Pharmaceutical and had this conversation and, and, and agreed that this makes sense to have a lane for these lower level hemp extract, full extract, so people can experience that quality of life benefit yeah. of phytocannabinoids. But very different when you start concentrating and isolating and putting in 1000 milligrams to 1500 milligrams and making the claim that you can treat a disease. Yep. When you start to do that, your manufacturing uh, requirements are different. These are very sick children. You need to make sure that you are providing the precise amount on every dose. If you're taking an extract every day and you get 25 milligrams one day and 27 the next, your body's gonna respond well to that. If you are an epileptic kid and you're not getting your 1400 milligram dose precisely at the same time every day, you might have breakthrough seizures. Yeah. So if I'm a parent of an epileptic kid, I don't mess around with, I'm not gonna name names, products that target those kind of kids that have epilepsy, which right. I think is a disgraceful way to market a product. I concur. I'm gonna to go to a drug, period. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna recommend that to anybody as a physician get a prescription. Now, one problem is those prescriptions can be very expensive. So you are going to have people that need access to well-made products. And that's maybe where the artisan brands can fill a gap. Yep. Again, we shall see because this industry is continuously evolving and shifting. And the main thing is that we try to bring the highest quality, most integrous, most functional products to the, to the consumers that need it, you know, whatever the respect, is. we respect one of the things that's happening in the policy conversation where we're getting beat up a lot is the drug makers, specifically GW and other companies that are investing in other indications. They're saying there's a disincentive for us to spend money to solve these diseases if this stuff's just available everywhere at the coffee shop and every, and it's, it's an honest thing. It says they've figured out how to treat Dravet syndrome. So if you're a parent with Dravet syndrome, you're pretty pumped about that. But what if you're a parent of a kid with another rare neurological disease where it's not approved yet, but it could be. And right. the company's like, we're not going to bother spending money on it. Cause everyone's just buying their CBD at the coffee shop. We're going to get killed if we do another you know investment. So that's where the, supplement industry needs to behave itself not make crazy claims follow the rules not nefariously market towards epileptic parents right or cancer right. or anything else like that where right. people yeah exactly so, no exactly. I, i'm with you 110 percent not being again that's why i love the conversation because it's it's direct it's scientifically backed and it's and it makes sense for all the industry's potential not just one segment of it but there's a there's room for everyone here when this plant is utilized properly and i mean there's even more segments than we're covering right now Absolutely. certain areas that i'm interested in and researching but that'll be a whole nother conversation but before we do that we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back we're gonna finish up this great podcast episode with dr duffy mckay uh from cv sciences and uh don't go anywhere there's a doc rob your concierge for better living here at cannabisradio.com the Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. 
how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, all right. We are back with our final segment of today's episode. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Duffy from CV Sciences. We've discussed a bunch of regulatory. We talked about science. So what's left? Let's talk about some of the just products. You guys have Plus CBD Oil. That's one of the premier leading brands in the space. I have to attribute a bunch of that effort to Stuart, Tom, you know, because he hit the pavement. He opened up his personal Rolodex, if anyone of age knows what that is, and uh, <laughs> went to work because he truly believed. And I think that's yeah. what some of us in the industry, when we get behind them, we say, we truly believe. We're not selling you anything. We're just telling you our beliefs, our science, our insight, our information. We're educators first, not salesmen first. That becomes the most effective tool when we educate the masses. So what's going on anything special besides the research which is awesome and i'm not diminishing it we'll post some links and promote that as we can but what else is happening on the product side or anything else you want to share with cb sciences before we bounce out uh, i just also want to give a shout out to Stuart tomp you're absolutely right we all wouldn't be here today if he didn't merge his 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 experience and connections in the natural products industry the independent health food stores the great stores across the country that really embrace these products he had all the relationships and he turned them on to hemp drive CBD and it was just like an explosion. He really opened up the retail side of this single-handedly. Oh, yeah. um, and too. so since then, you know, we really have evolved from, a, from, you know, having hemp extracts with lower amounts of CBD to, you know, we're starting to get our, our milligram amounts up. We're selling a 50 milligram soft gel capsule. It is flying off the shelves. People are really looking for that higher amount of CBD at a, at a fair price point. We saw also, if you see behind me, um, we pulled together some of the best out of naturopathic medicine ingredients that we know and well. We've put together a product that's a little more of a stress support calm, you know, so it's got some co-ingredients in there, um, some L-theanine and 5-HTP. Um, you know, so these are the kinds of things and, you know, consumers resonate with the very simple messaging, you know, Hey, I, you know, calm, I get it, you know, and they we taste good. <laughs> this one's also a no brainer. The product is as simple as it seems adding the right amount of melatonin in there is really, you know, cause C CBD on its own, you know, it's not necessarily a sleep aid per se right. it's really what the research is showing that it in increases daytime focus and alertness which then corresponds to typically allowing you to shut down more at night and remember endocannabinoid system homeostasis you know and so it's about creating balance and so you and i both know to really get good sleep you know you're gonna have to do the other things the sleep hygiene the you know making your bedroom correct and the right temperature and all those things right. but this is the nice little kicker that takes people down and again simple messaging gummy tape you know so we're, we're hitting some wins with that um we're trying to up our online experience making sure that when people come to our website they're getting good education they feel like they're at a, a place they can come back to for for um, asking questions you know as great guy Lex that, you know, takes all the questions and does research and gives them to me. And then we try to get back to consumers. We've also really upped our game on the healthcare professional side. So we've got pro products that are, 
you know, a different label, different look. We offer some different form factors and higher amounts for naturopaths, chiropractors, acupuncturists, integrative practitioners. That's been real popular too, you know, because um, there's not really a company that's leveraged, you know, and really focused on going to their shows and supporting their organization. So we're hoping that we get a reputation amongst our colleagues. Um, and then other than that, you know, we're just uh, weathering the storm of the pandemic. Uh, we've got a couple immune products. We've got a Chinese medicine formula that's a, just a liquid tincture that recently was studied in COVID. You know, little did we know that someone was going to do a major randomized controlled trial in active human COVID patients on a formula that we introduced last year. Right. So that's starting to gain some nice. momentum. We're, all, we're feeling really good about that. Um, and then um, we have a... PEA, palmitoyl ethanolamide base immune product. So that's a endocannabinoid, not a phytocannabinoid. And that's the basis of our daily immune support. And that's a whole nother podcast. So oh, yeah. I have so many more questions that just opened the door. We'll have to have you back on and get some more insight. In the meantime, those listeners out there, check out the websites. We'll have the links up there, plus CBD oil, CV sciences, lots of good information, lots of good references, you know, responsive in the sense as you know Duffy said if you have a question don't be shy this is what our goal is as an industry not just as a company but as an industry those that are really invested in it want to see success not just for our sales but for also the consumers that buy our products and so I think that's really the, a good takeaway message and I appreciate your time today doc for coming on and sharing some insight always a pleasure hope to see you soon in person at one of the shows or you know events coming up uh, as this thing hopefully allows us to get back on the road but um, stay healthy stay Stay well, stay in touch for sure. And again, I appreciate you and all the things that are going on over there at CV Sciences for sure. Excellent. Take care of yourself. Always. And, and, and those out there listening, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing, liking, sending in your questions. Thank you, everyone at Cannabis Radio for making this happen. My, my man, Nebraska, for producing an awesome show as always. And as always, I wish everyone all the best in health and happiness. Take care. And be well. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.